it's Coach Tori, and this is Raising Runners. We talk running, fitness, mental health, and so many more topics. As the founder of a youth running program, I approach all of our conversations with our youth athletes in mind and kind of have a focus around those things. But as you will see, we are finding that all of these topics relate to runners and people who like to move and do fitness or anything like that um, relates to everybody. Check it out. It's Coach Tori, and this is Raising Runners, and I am joined by a returning guest. It's been probably about a year, but we have Rachel Pope back with us. Hey, Rachel, how are you? Hey, thanks so much for having me again. I'm really excited to chat with you again tonight. Yeah, so can you update everybody kind of on everything the past year? Because I feel like when we talked to you last, you were waiting for your adorable baby girl, right? Yes. Yeah, I was. I'm like um, putting all your personal life out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm a mom of four and I guess I must've been pregnant the last time um, I was on. Um, and so now at home, I have three kids, five and under my five-year-old's going to school this year. And um, my little one just turned one actually. So, um, so yeah, busy. We're busy. Oh my gosh. Very busy. And also I feel like you've done, um, some work transition. I know you're really focused on now working a lot with postpartum moms and running. I'm sure I'm getting it wrong a little bit. Um, but really what, what have you been working on? No, you're totally right. Um, I am a doctor of physical therapy, so I have my training as a PT. Um, and over the last five-ish years, I've really focused on working with moms um, in pregnancy, but but more specifically in postpartum. I see more moms in postpartum than I do in pregnancy, but I do a little bit of it all um, to get back to running after they have their babies um, and doing it in a safe way without pain and without pelvic floor issues, because that's really a big thing for a lot of moms. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I feel like now you see it everywhere, well, especially me, right? Like as a mom, I see all the mom stuff everywhere. But I mean, everyone really is talking about like pelvic floor issues, how we can fix that, how to return to working out, because I think moms right now are like very into fitness, whereas that wasn't always the case. So that's so awesome that you are really taking that on and kind of helping everybody out. Um, so when I thought about doing a stroller episode, running with a stroller, I kept, I've been like toying with the idea of like, I want to talk about running with a stroller because that just is so personal to me. Um, but then I was like, I know someone else who runs with a stroller and a much bigger stroller than me. So I thought of you. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about running with passengers today. Um, but can you just share a little bit about, I guess, like your personal experience stroller running? Cause I think I hear some similarities from a lot of people, but also like some differences that I'm like, wow, I totally cannot relate to your stroller running. Um, can you just share a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I've been just to go back even a little bit further, like I've been a runner as long as I've been a PT. So it's been about, I think it's 17 years this year, actually. Um, and so once I started having my oldest is she's 20, she'll be 22 this year. So she's like out of the house. So I started running, like I started running when she was five. So she was already like past stroller age at that point. Um, so when I had sort of 
when I had my younger kids, um, I wanted to continue running. And there's also, I think there's a lot out there surrounding, like when you become a mom, you have to like give up part of yourself um, to become a mom. And I don't believe that to be true at all. And I think that we, a lot of moms choose to run solo even when they have kids, but a lot of moms also like, that's the only time that they can run is when they take the kids out in the stroller. And so I was sort of forced <laughs> to take up stroller running. And um, so when my five, my now five-year-old um, was born, we started with the single stroller. Um, and then I had my daughter who will soon be three. And so then I had two in the double stroller. Um, and now with my third one, now we do family runs all together with the double and the single um, with my husband. So um, stroller running, yeah, I would agree. I get kind of like different feedback from different people. I think it depends on a few things. I think it depends on um, like how often are you stroller running as to like how it feels when you're running with a stroller, um, but also the type of stroller that you're running with. So like we can sort of dive into sort of both aspects, like what's your gear like and like what is your like form and your technique? Because I think both of those things are important when we're talking about running with a stroller safely for you and for your kids. Yeah. So I guess, where do you want to start? Cause you have probably more expertise than me on all of that. Um, yeah. I mean, I can start with either. I mean, like for me, I started with like looking at strollers, like which one yeah. should I get? Um, and you know, there are, you know, I would say there's probably like two main competing strollers on the market that I hear a lot about. One is the Bob and one is the Thule. Um, I have bobs. Um, my single and my double are both bobs. Um, and I've had really good, I, I have no complaints about them. Um, I have not tried another stroller, so I can't really speak to the other ones just from what my clients, you know, tell me. Um, so if you're going, and there's also sort of um, like lesser known brands. I know there's like baby trend, but you also, the things you sort of want to like look for in a jogging stroller is that it's actually made for running. So some are like marketed as quote unquote jogging strollers, but they're not actually made for running. Um, so like a couple of things you want to look for are like, does it have pneumatic tires? Like you want it to, you have to be able to fill the tires. Like you want the um, and it has to have a suspension, right? So I live out in the country. I run primarily on dirt roads um, or on a bike trail. If we travel, we call it into town, <laughs> um, which is um, a couple of towns over. Um, so like you want it to have, um, you need to be able to air up your tires and you want it to have a good suspension. Um, the other thing that you want to look for is, um, which is kind of optional and some moms don't really care either way, but like a handbrake. Like for me, it's really important. Um, I like to run in all sorts of weather. Um, I also live on a huge hill. So, um, like having a handbrake is really important, especially as the kids get heavier. And if you're taking more than one passenger, like that load gets really heavy starting to go down the hill. So, um, I find the brake is really important. Um, and then the last feature, well, actually I'll mention two other features. One is to make sure that it has a five point harness, right? For your child to be safe um, in the stroller. Um, and then lastly, um, that the front wheel can be fixed. And there's a lot of debate out there about like fixed front wheel, unlock the front wheel. Um, I am, I tend to be more conservative and I say you need to have a locked front wheel for safety um, just because the stroller can tip 
Um, you might think you're going slow enough or there's like, it's a flat path, but like, what if there's a lip in the sidewalk or what if there's a rock that you don't see? Um, you know, fortunately babies, you know, your kids are strapped in and so they should be safe. Um, but like you, you know, you don't want to imagine the worst, but um, you know, having a locked front wheel is really your safest, safest option. Now, I think one of the biggest things I hear about with the locked front wheel that people are like confused about is like turning, especially if you're not right. you know, just running on a straight path. Do you have any like tips to make it easier to figure out or is it just kind of like you'll feel it out kind of with the turning aspect of it all? Yeah. So I think, I think the more you do it, the more you'll sort of figure out what works for you. Um, and again, that sort of goes back to like your technique and your form and like how often you're running with a stroller. Um, but if you, like, it depends on the severity of the turn um, and depends on the weight of your passengers. I find that when I use my double stroller, I prefer to slow down, sort of pop the front wheel and then turn on the back two wheels um, so that, um, we can turn a little bit more easily. I find that's also easier on my back where I'm not like wrenching the stroller. But if I'm on, let's say, more of like, like I did, I did a half marathon and a lot of it was on road with the double stroller. Um, and there was a, like the last like few miles was like a straightaway, but it wasn't really straight. It was like a very slow, gradual like curve. And I felt like I kept writing it um, to one side. And so you can just sort of, you know, like kind of fix it and, and write it to one side, or you can just put pressure on one side of the handlebar. So let's say I need to go to the left. If I put pressure more on the left side, the stroller will automatically go to the left and vice versa if you want to go the other way. So I think it, you know, I think it depends, you know, um, on your train and the severity of the curve that you're that you're dealing with. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, I feel like I've heard someone explain too, like it's like think about like pushing a shopping cart, right? Like there's not a great right. way to hear those. It's the same kind of like push pull motion for those gradual right. turns. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, uh, the form stuff and like your technique with the stroller is very like near and dear to my heart because I have, I mean, I think I've been running with the stroller for two and a half years now and uh, have consistently had like glute activation issues and I blame it so much just on the way I run with the stroller and I haven't quite and like still haven't figured out how to really fix all of that besides just you know like all the extra exercises um, <laughs> but I would love to hear kind of like thoughts on how that can even like the stroller just changes initially how you're running or I think a lot of us probably our first time running with a stroller is like after we haven't run in a little bit after giving birth, whatever it is. So like, you're already kind of at a deficit with, you know, your strength and things anyway. So I feel like I just asked like four questions. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I know. So pick whatever you want first and I'll bring us back eventually. Um, yeah. So like, uh, like all very good, valid points. Like a lot of times for a lot of us and for me, even like running with a stroller for the first time was after I had my son. Um, so you are postpartum and hopefully you are, um, hopefully you've been walking with the stroller before you're running with the stroller. So that's like another, another thing to like prepare for it. And hopefully you're at least 12 weeks postpartum, um, or further just so that you have healed enough. Um, that being said, um, your form will be different with the stroller, like pretty significantly different with the stroller. Um, and, you know, I can give some hints and tips, but ultimately, like 
for someone like yourself, like where you're, you're still feeling like things are off. It doesn't feel right. You know, you have like X, Y, Z, but you can't quite get it together. Like have somebody look at you. Um, you know, like that's something that I do virtually and, um, I do gait analysis with or without the stroller. So like giving you tips, like personally can really, really help, but just some like general tips to go over. Um, so for your form now, let's start with, um, should we talk with, talk about maybe hand position first? Yeah. That <laughs> like good. one hand pushing, two hands pushing. Do I alternate? Um, do I do the push and chase? Like what's like, what's the best, um, method. And like, if you look at, um, I don't know if it's like research per se, but, um, if you look at sort of the recommendations for, um, form, a lot of, um, sources will say to push with two hands. Um, now you might feel that that's pretty restricting because you don't, when you run normally, you have rotation at the upper body that is also, and you also have pelvic rotation in the opposite direction. So as your, your trunk and your shoulders go one way, your pelvis goes the other way. Um, and so your arm swing sort of helps with that. So if you have both hands on the handlebars, right, you're, you're fixing your upper body. And so you're getting sort of like this short, like upper body motion. So you're not getting the full, like we call it counter rotation, right, with your pelvis. Um, and so that can kind of throw you off and, and not only feel awkward, but um, can also cause some, some imbalances. Um, does that make sense? Oh, totally. Um, yeah. I feel like that I definitely noticed that the few times that I do, cause I'm not a two hand pusher. Usually unless we're going like up the hill, you know, so I'm like, right. you feel that all of a sudden you're like, I'm now moving kind of weird. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say that with, um, the double stroller, I definitely do more of the two hand pushing just because it's a bigger, wider load. Um, and the kids are heavier. So, I mean, between the two kids I'm pushing, you know, 30, 40, 50, 50 pounds plus the stroller and the stroller is not light, you know, so, um, so it's a lot of weight that I'm pushing, but most people like yourself, right. Prefer, um, like one hand. Cause you said you don't do two hands prefer just to do one hand pushing. Um, and I would say with the single, I, I do that too. You want to make sure that you alternate, right? So a lot of moms are like, Oh, I only push with the one hand. Well, if you only fix your one hand, then you're only getting like rotation to one side. Right. And so that's going to cause some imbalances too. So I would, if you prefer to just do, you know, I'm not like a strong, like, yeah, you definitely have to do two hands, but like, if you're going to do, I would say alternate and alternate a lot. Like if you've ever, if you've ever ridden a bike, like with different speeds, um, you know that you're changing your gears like frequently, right? You, you should be like making adjustments all the time. Um, and I, I kind of liken that to running with a stroller where you should be like sort of changing your posture and your positioning and your handhold sort of all the time throughout your, throughout your run. Um, you know, sometimes even like on a flat or a slight downhill, I might hold on to just like the outside handlebar and like run to the side of the stroller. Like if there's no cars coming because I feel like I can move my legs a little bit more freely and get a little bit more rotation. And so that feels a little bit more natural. So, you know, I would say just do like what feels comfortable, but um, also making sure that you're, you're, you're mixing it up enough so that you're not getting into, um, you know, like a half movement pattern of a run, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that's no, totally, that definitely makes sense. Um, and then also I think with like hand placement, cause I've been trying to play around with this more lately as well. Um, 
And again, I don't know if it's like a height thing too. That's like, sometimes it's awkward if you're like taller or shorter, because of the, you know, the handlebars, at least for mine, aren't like adjustable for height. Um, but I find sometimes, especially because I run like in a hilly area that like, I'll, I'll start to get more of a like lean, like if I'm doing like a sled push kind of, but not obviously like that much, but like, you know, my arms are a little more out front and my body's hinged a little more. So then I'm trying to bring like my hips back under me. Um, but is there any, like, is there, I guess, like a way to make sure we're doing that right? Or it's just like, it's going to vary on the different terrains you're on or kind of how do we navigate that? Yeah, great question. Um, some of it is definitely going to have to do with like where you're at um, terrain wise. Um, how steep is the hill? How tired are you? Right. Like, like I said, I live on a big hill. So when I leave for a run, it's all downhill. And when I come home, it's all uphill. And then sometimes it takes me 15 minutes just to walk up the hill. Um, so you might find like when you're tired or if it's a bigger hill, you're going to extend your arms more. And so you're going to have sort of more of that, more of that lean. Um, I would say make sure that you're not like hunching and rounding through your shoulders, but like you mentioned, hinging at the hips, um, because we want to make sure that the, that the glutes are coming on board and that your glutes are what's propelling you up the hill and that you're not like muscling with your arms. Um, when you're more on like, you know, like a flat or like a, a smaller hill, um, you should still have that hip hinge. Um, and that hinge is actually really important to getting your glutes to fire. And for moms who maybe deal with like leaking or like prolapse issues, like having that, having that good, like rib stack with that hinge position, um, and making sure that, you know, that you've done some work for your glutes and your glutes are doing what they're supposed to be doing that will help with the leaking too. Right. So you might find like, if you're going downhill, like symptoms might be worse, or if like you're not in a good position, symptoms might be worse um, that too. Um, but that's just a, a little aside there because that's really what I work with moms for is trying to alleviate those things. Um, but your arm, your arm position when you're sort of in a more comfortable um, run, in addition to the hinge, like your arm should be sort of, you know, your shoulders should be down and relaxed and your elbow should be more by your, by your side. Um, so when you're on a flat, like your arms shouldn't be way out in front of you. They should be, you know, like we, we would say like 90 degrees at the shoulder and 90 degrees at the elbow kind of position, um, for the arm that's not swinging. If you're doing a single arm push. Yeah. Okay. No, that is super helpful too. Um, I guess, can we get into a little bit about, um, like, especially for people who are struggling with, um, you know, recovering from postpartum and, and all of that stuff, are there, I'm sure there's a lot of exercises you recommend, but are there things that, um, especially if we're doing the stroller, like you need to make sure you mentioned like glutes, we need to make sure whatever is like extra strong because we are, it's not just, we're going back to running, but we're going back to running and we're adding this like push motion as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you want to do what I usually work with moms on is, you know, pelvic floor and core sort of like phase one. And then, um, you know, just like general recovery and getting the pelvic floor to fire and reconnect with that. And then we work on strengthening. So like, um, you know, working the glutes in coordination with the other muscles, um, working not just like glute max, but like glute medius, which is sort of the outer glutes um, and making sure that our quads aren't taking over for that. Cause a lot of us are tend to be as runners tend to be quad dominant. Um, and then moving into just sort of like general strengthening and then runner specific exercises um, and then the running and then running with a stroller. So 
Um, I wouldn't recommend like, this is my first run. I'm 12 weeks postpartum and this is my first run back and I'm going to push my stroller for, you know, three or five miles. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. Um, I would recommend, um, you know, walking first with the stroller, getting a handle on that, making sure that you can handle all sorts of terrain, um, you know, walking at a faster pace in order to prepare for running with a stroller. But, you know, think of it as, um, you know, like being a new, like you're not a new runner, but you are a new runner since you had your baby. Um, and so think of it sort of that way where like you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't go and do a marathon or even like a 5k and just go out and do that total mileage, right? You would do smaller parts of that to work up to that. Um, so I think it's important to, um, to sort of pace yourself. And a lot of, a lot of moms who are runners, um, tend to feel really good. Um, and I, I don't want to make that huge generalization, but a lot of moms are like itching to get back to running. Um, and whether that's like, they feel good physically because things went smoothly or they're just like, like they're for their mental health, they're just itching to get back to running. Um, I would just, you know, like I said earlier, like I tend to be a little bit more conservative in the you know, in the critical phases, because it's going to pan out in the long term that it's actually going to save you time and stress. Um, because if you do like too heavy of a load, um, if you do too much work, um, if you do, and by work, I mean running, because running is a lot of stress on the body, and then add in a stroller um, with a baby in it. <laughs> and so that's like, that's a lot of work that you're doing. Um, so you can, like, even if everything went smoothly up to that point, if you do too much too soon before your body's ready, um, you could put yourself at risk for, you know, like for leaking. Like if you've never, if you've never had incontinence issues before, like I've had moms who come to me and they're like, I don't know what's happening. Like I thought I did everything right. And now I'm like, you know, 15, 16 weeks postpartum, I've been running. And now all of a sudden, like I have incontinence and I don't know what's going on. Um, or all of a sudden, like there's some prolapse symptoms. So um, I always say like, it's better, like take the long view, right? So it's better to like spend the time now and not have to be set back by pelvic floor issues or, or running injury, right? So that's another thing that can happen too, is like, um, just like if you ramp up your mileage too quickly, right? If you're training for an event, like if you ramp up your mileage too quickly with a stroller, you're going to put yourself at risk for um, developing, you know, either pain or some kind of some kind of injury just because it's new, um, it's different, and your body is needs to adjust to it. Yeah, no, um, that is all super helpful as well. Uh, switching gears a little bit, maybe. Um, so I at least noticed that I run a good amount slower with the stroller than without the stroller. Um, and I know for people who can like balance having speed workout days when they're not with the stroller versus, you know, if you only get to run with your stroller, um, any advice on, um, like not getting stuck and just like, well, now I'm just, I'm slow now, or I just have to embrace being slow now, which is probably fine. And I've like, definitely it's, I've come to terms more with like, wow, I run a lot slower than I used to. And eventually if I ever don't run with the stroller, maybe I'll get some speed back. But, um, you know, it's very hard to do speed for me, at least I like, I find it hard to do like a speed workout while pushing the stroller. Cause there's just, there's also, you know, a limit to feel comfortable of like, okay, now I'm running fast and I'm also still trying to control the stroller. Like you really don't want to be 
running that fast with it just because you are now pushing a person in there still. Um, so any tips on like, you know, kind of keeping a good amount of fitness with that stroller as well? Yeah, I mean, you are going to be, I mean, there are some moms out there whose pace is like similar when they're not running with a stroller. Um, again, I think it depends on where you live. Like I live in a very hilly area as well. Um, and it's, it's fairly normal to be like one to two, even, you know, up to three minutes slower per mile, um, when you have, when you're pushing the stroller. So like, it's totally fine. It's totally normal. It is hard. I think as runners and athletes to like wrap our head around that, like, Oh, I used to be able to run like X pace. And now like I'm running bit why pace and like why can't I run any faster well guess what look at look at you know like add up the weight of like what you're pushing like I at one point I like added up like how much like how much does the stroller weigh um how much does the I actually ran with my son with the car seat and which now it's like everybody's like I don't do that and you know it's not safe to do um but like the weight of the car seat the weight of the attachment the weight of like are you carrying water right so like how much you're pushing but you know, your question, like, how can I incorporate speed work? I would say like, pick part of your pick part of your run, where maybe it's a little bit flatter, maybe it's um, a safer area where there's not a lot of traffic, like there's, you know, there's ways to, you know, you could just do like a back and forth, right. Um, and you can just do intervals of, you know, speed work there if you really wanted to. Um, personally, I don't do speed work with the stroller because it's just, it's too much, too much darn work. Um, you know, um, I occasionally, you know, when I'm, you know, in a place where I'm feeling good, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, and it's basically like fartlicks where it's just like, okay, I'm just gonna, um, you know, I'm going to run from here to that next, we don't have telephone poles, um, cause I'm out in the country, but <laughs> on some of the roads, um, because they're so far between, um, they're through the woods. So I'm just going to run from this, you know, from here to like that next big tree up there. Um, and I'm going to go a little bit faster or I'm just going to try to like, you know, overall, can I can I get my run under X amount of time? Um, so, I mean, as with any training, right, you don't want to be doing that like every single run. Right. You want to like, you know, once or twice a week, maybe you do a harder workout. Um, I don't know that it's, you know, if you. I'm going to say it is realistic. I was going to say, I don't know if it's realistic to like get back to like a pre-pregnancy pace with the stroller. I mean, I, I'm sure that you could, um, if you really wanted to, um, I personally just don't, I just don't have an interest in running fast anymore. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I look back at, you know, my, my marathons that I've done and I'm like, wow, that I don't know if I could like ever run that pace again. And for me, it's more like, you know, I'm like out here, like enjoying the run for the sake of the run. And like, I have to tend to the kids too, and like pass off snacks. And like, how do you, how do you fit in a speed work when you're pushing a stroller, like realistically? Um, so that's why, like, for me, it's usually more of just like, um, like intervals, um, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to, like work on, like if it, that's your only option, you know, is to run with the stroller. Um, but it, it is possible. It is possible. I shouldn't say that it isn't um, just based on my own personal, like op opinions for, for myself. Um, it's totally possible. Like if that's your goal. Um, but like, depending on 
where you live, I would say like pick a stretch and like work on it there because you don't want to be like working on speed and hills at the same time. Right. Because then that's like too many variables. Right. No, that totally makes sense. Um, your comment about passing off snacks reminding me of my next question. Cause I feel like you probably have some good tips on keeping your passengers happy. Um, I cheat and I only, my son takes his nap in the stroller and that's when we run. Cause he will just be climbing out the whole time. And I'm like, can't do it. Just go to sleep. Um, but I feel like you've talked about, um, you know, on your Facebook and everything about like ways to entertain the kids. Cause like that obviously yeah. is really important too. Um, so do you have any tips to keeping them happy in there? Cause they're not always loving it. I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, I I did a post not too long ago and I basically said like just like you're training yourself to run for a particular event or you're training yourself to run a particular speed or um, you know, or to run, just run with the stroller, you need to train your kids to be in the stroller too. Um and so, you know, what is it that you what is it that you're training them for? Um, you know, giving them snacks. Yeah, that I mean, I initially I didn't ever do that it was just like we're you know we went before breakfast we got up really early we went before breakfast there were no snacks involved when we got home we ate um and then my son started asking for snacks and so that sort of became part of the routine um but to be honest I don't really entertain my kids um when we go for stroller runs they just come to know that that's what we do and we just sort of like sit and we take in the scenery um, we talk about what's going by. Um, sometimes we stop for pine cones or flowers or sticks or rocks or whatever it is. Um, but like mixing up the route is is can be really helpful. I know um, like sometimes my kids will get my son has gotten bored with just like going the same way. Um, other times he has been in phases where he's enthralled with going the same way because he knows, you know, certain landmarks that he can anticipate and, and expect. Um, so for me, um, like for long runs, cause right now, because we have three young kids, um, I only get out in the strollers, um, with the strollers on the weekends, um, with my husband. So we do do snacks because they're the long runs and we're up to, we just did 10 miles this past weekend. So that's a long time for them to be sitting. So I do bring their water and a few snacks, but for the most part, they just kind of like sit and like take it all in and like, what mile are we on? And, you know, um, you know, how many more miles? And my daughter says, are we ready to turn around yet? <laughs> so she does get a little bit tired. The baby does fall asleep. Um, and my oldest, who I used to run with, like every single run used to be with him. Um, he is like, it's so funny because he's almost like too big to be in the stroller now because he is five. Um, but he is like totally in his happy place. Like he loves being in there like he's got you know a blanket because the mornings are, are cooler and he's got his like hood on and so i think it's all about like what you train your kids to expect like for you your son now expects to like take a nap in the stroller and so that's what you've sort of trained him for um i know other moms um you know give them the ipad or play you know music for their kids so like whatever it is that you find works for you um go with that <laughs> Do you have any plans for transitioning him to the bike, your oldest, or like, does, is that something you're talking about? Like, Hey, soon you're going to have to be biking with us or like, what are, what are the thoughts with that? Yeah. So he has, um, he has a balance bike that he is really awesome on. We haven't quite gotten the hang of a pedal bike yet. So, 
Um, so we're not quite there, but yeah, he totally understands. We do take walks um, and he will do, you know, like between one and almost two miles um, on his, on his balance bike um, while I push the two girls um, walking. So yeah, that is a goal. And we did do one or two runs like on a bike trail um, where he got to go, you know, a little bit faster. It was flatter and, and easier for him. Um, but that was like, he was, he was sort of, we brought the double and the single because we anticipated him getting tired. And I think it was like a five mile run. So he maybe did like two or three miles, two, two and a half miles that day. Um, so he's sort of in and out of the stroller. So we're not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, that would be like amazing if he could just ride his bike, um, you know, while we push the stroller. Yeah, that that is like a fun thing. I'm like, we're not anywhere close to there too, but I'm always just like, I can't wait until we're doing bike and I'm just running. Um, <laughs> that's a little ways away. Yeah. Um, I know we talked all about moms, but I know there are some dads that run with strollers as well. Um, I mean, I, I was just going to say like any tips for them, but I feel like it's kind of just like watch your same thing with like the hand placement and all that stuff. Like, I, I guess it's not really as much of a transition to go from, you know, being a dad and then a dad whose body didn't change too much to not running with a stroller. Um, but what I would mention is um, if there is a height difference between you and your spouse is to like my single Bob has an adjustable handlebar and it's it's we we love it because my husband can raise it up when he's pushing um, and then I can obviously put it down lower when I'm pushing. So I think that's the only thing that I would I would recommend, like if you can get one that has an adjustable handlebar um, and even myself, when I push the single, like depending on whether I'm going downhill or uphill, I'll change the height of the handlebar, too. Um, so it can be really useful. Um, but like when there's <laughs> when there's a height difference. Right. Um, and, and even for us who are shorter, I'm only, I'm maybe five, four, like on a good day, um, like having a, having a handlebar that goes a little bit lower is, can be helpful. Cause like you said, like your, it sounds like yours is fixed. And so, um, it, that can be kind of tough because it forces you to be in a particular position, but yeah, um, let dad, let dad push if he's willing to push. Um, I used to be really stubborn and be like, no, I'm pushing the kids. Um, and so it was kind of like a badge of honor to be able to do that. And now with, I mean, we both have to push the stroller, but um, we actually are for a 10 mile uh, run this past weekend. Um, we just had the single with the baby. Um, we were visiting family. And so my older two stayed back um, and he's like, do you want me to push? And now I'm like, sure, go ahead. Like, whereas before I would have like, no, 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 I'll, I'll push. Um, so yeah, definitely like let them push if they want to push. Um, and he's still fast, way faster than I am with the stroller than I am without. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like that. Because um, I feel like a lot of us do get stubborn, especially in the beginning. It's like, this is my thing. I'm going to be the mom that pushes the stroller. And like, I don't need your help, right? And it's like, yeah, go ahead. You can push it. Like, <laughs> that's totally fine. Um, well, thank you so much for chatting with us about stroller running. Um, this has been informative. And I feel like I'm just kind of selfishly wanted this episode all for me <laughs> to talk about strollers. Um, but I'm glad we got to do this because it was great chatting with you again. Um, and I think it was also great information because I see so many people all the time talking about, you know, questions with strollers or running just with the strollers. I do have some dads that I work with who push their strollers. So, uh, you know, I feel like it's just so relevant everywhere. Um, can you remind people where to find you though, if it's for questions about, you know, running pregnancy, postpartum, or if it's, you know, the gait analysis that you mentioned as well? 
Sure. Um, so I like to hang out in um, my Facebook group. I have a group called Running Community for Moms. So you can hop in there, all things running, all thing moms, um, pregnant, postpartum, very far postpartum. Um, so we talk running and we also talk like, you know, babies and strollers and pelvic floor and stuff like that. So if you're a mom who runs, um, please come join the group. Um, if you're interested in um, more information on like services and sort of what I do, if you're looking to work together, um, you can go to my website. It's rachelpope.co. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rachel. This has been so fun. I'm glad we got to talk. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, all the things that you can do for a podcast that you enjoy listening to. Make sure you check out social media, our website, any of those things. If you have questions, comments, interview requests, feel free to email me at marikeerunclub at gmail.com.